What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, thrilled to have you here for another epic debate. If this is your first time here at Modern Day Debate, want to let you know we are a neutral channel hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And want to let you know, no matter what walk of life you're from, very serious folks, politically left, politically right, middle, you name it, folks. We're thrilled to have you with us. Thanks for hanging out. And also want to let you know, if it's your first time here, or hey, maybe you've been here many a times, but you've not subscribed yet, well, now is the time to do so so you don't miss this debate coming up tomorrow night as Vosh and Endernax are going to tango one-on-one, -on -one, and in fact, on this very topic, socialism versus capitalism. So if we don't settle the issue tonight, well, we darn sure will tomorrow. So hit that subscribe button for a reminder so you don't miss it when it's live tomorrow night. And also want to let you know, Folks, did you not know that we have a podcast? And I have been so encouraged. We have gotten so much positive feedback and the downloads. People have apparently it's been really useful. So we're really excited, folks. Please do pull out your phone right now. And if you can't find us on your favorite podcast app, let me know. Shoot me an email at moderndaydebate at gmail.com. And I will work to get on that podcast app for you as we want that to be a value to you. We hope it's useful and thanks so much. So we are also linked for our podcast in the description right under the guest links who we are about to introduce right now. So they, as I had mentioned, have their links in the description and we wanna give them a chance to share what you can expect to find at their links. So thrilled to have you guys here. Seriously, I'm so excited for this. This is always, it's just gonna be in a great mood to get to do this and so we'll start with Steven, AKA, Cider and Port, and so thanks so much, Stephen, for being back with us again. The floor is all yours. What can people expect to find at your link? Well, thank you so much for having me back, James. Obviously, uh, well, what pe people can expect to find at my link, I mean, it's a socialist soy boy getting wrecked with facts and logic, I guess. Um, no, I do. I stream every uh, Saturday and every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I I talk about like uh, various news stories. I react to people. Uh, so if you are on the right and if you disagree with me, you can find me at my link. Join in, and I'll have you on the show. We can talk about it. 
You got it. Thanks so much, Stephen. And Leo, glad to have you back. And what can people expect to find at your link, my friend? Yeah, James, it's, uh, it's great to be back on your fine channel once again. Um, at my link on my channel, I mainly focus on science education and science communication with an emphasis on advanced concepts in astrophysics, cosmology, and quantum mechanics. Just uh, yesterday, I premiered my first video in a new series where I explained some of those advanced concepts, and I explained what a wave function is in quantum mechanics and what they're used for. Um, I do a little bit of politics. I'm going to try to keep it to 70 to 80% science on my channel, but I will be doing the uh, the typical leftist soy boy politics that, that Stephen was mentioning. So you can find a little bit of that there as well. And you can also find me on Twitter at Leophilius, spelled the way that you would see it on the screen. I don't know if my full name is on there actually or not, though. So so many soy boys. I love it. All right. We'll kick it over to CJ. Thank you for being here again, CJ. The floor is all yours. What can people expect to find at your link? Yeah, and thank you again for having me. So um, my uh, channel is called The Synagogue. Uh, it's a poor man too of cynic and synagogue, like the Jewish place of worship. I do actually two things on there so far. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do a news show that I call the watchdog uh, kind of focuses, you know, it talks a little bit about the United States, but focuses more on things going on in the middle East and in the sort of like global religious sphere. Uh, and then I also do little apologetics videos that I title unapologetics light or full apologetics podcast. I call unapologetics. Uh, and those are the two things that I usually do on there. I'll also randomly post, you know, some, um, debates on there things like live chats or open rooms all the things of that nature but um that's my main thing is i like you know apologetics like faith stuff studying religion politics i want to get into more history and philosophy uh and yeah and this the basics of it there you can find it again at the synagogue and any other sort of social media or video streaming i'm on is also going to be the synagogue well that just reminded me of something we're going to come to you next maddox but i do have to say i just asked you guys basically we're looking for if you happen to identify as woke or, and you're like, what is, what is woke, James? What do you mean? Here's what I mean. For example, Gina Carano, I think it's pronounced, the lady who was working on the Mandalorian Star Wars TV series, just got the boot. If you are like, yeah, I was like, fire her. If you take that position, for example, that's like a correlate of wokeness, right? So let us know, though, for real. If you happen to be what a lot of people would refer, refer to as woke, let us know. Shoot me an email at moderndaydebate at gmail.com. We want diversity of thought here. And frankly, we don't have a ton of like full woke people. So want to let you know, let us know if you are. And hey, we want you to have representation here. So with that, John Maddox, thrilled to have you back as well. The floor is all yours. What can people expect to find at your link? I appreciate you as always having me uh, on for some more uh, fun and formality. Uh, James, over my channel, I usually uh, focus on uh atheism versus theism creation versus evolution intelligent design um versus the variety of uh ideas on how we could possibly exist and uh, actually this sunday night uh, i'm actually holding an after show for the uh, J uh post james tour beatdown of professor dave on abiogenesis so that should be pretty fun you'll definitely want to come check that out because that's going to be definitely epic um but yeah if you want to go to my channel um come and bring ideas and thoughts and logic and rational expectations of the reasons for your existence. Gotcha. And with that, we are thrilled to have our guests here. We're going to have our socialist guests go first. We appreciate them. And so want to remind you, friendly reminder to attack the arguments rather than the people. And we are going to give them a roughly 12 or so minute opening statement to split amongst themselves. And that's flexible. They need a bit more, but with that, the floor is all yours, gentlemen.
All right. Well, um, yeah, we had said that I would be kicking it off. Uh, so there has been a noticeable um, increase of fake outrage or smoke and mirrors surrounding discourses online of late. That is because, in my humble opinion, the conservatives of the world realize that they cannot compete in the free marketplace of ideas and not get stomped on. And so they have effectively created controversy to get mad about. Nowhere was this clearer than in the amen, ah woman, pearl clutching outrage of uh, early uh, December, I think, mid-December. Um, or the five months last year where we spent talking about where trans people should be allowed to pee. Capitalism has failed for the average American. It has been a centuries-old ex uh, experiment that has utterly failed. Only in a capitalist society will you find 45 to 60,000 uh, Americans dying every single year because of the lack of basic health care. That was a stat that was pre-COVID. I can't even imagine what that number is now. Only in a capitalist society will you find college tuition as high as it is. College used to be basically free in the United States. It used to cost 45 cents and a packet of Pop-Tarts to, to go to college in California. And now it costs 60 grand plus for a degree. Only in a socialist society or at the bare minimum borrowing from aspects of market socialism will you find healthcare free at the point of service. Meaning that if you go to a doctor or to the hospital, you can leave your wallet at home because you won't need it. Only in a socialist society, uh, in the uh, workplace, are your managers and their managers appointed through the democratic process. Only in a socialist society will you find college free at the point of use. Only in a capitalist society will you find a cost of $8,000 to uh, give birth, which has sometimes bankrupted a family of four. Only in a capitalist society will you find the cost of the ride in a wee-woo wagon to be $1,000. Uh, only in a capitalist society will you find its citizens rationing insulin only to die a month or so later anyway. Only in a capitalist society will you find new mothers with zero paid, uh, paid time off by law if they get pregnant. These things and more only exist in a country that is overridden with the interests of capitalists with no consideration for the welfare and the well-being of its citizens. Healthcare is one of my favorite issues to talk about. It's always fun, but it's kind of often painful. What I'm arguing for, basically, is the package that the ultra-wealthy get in the United States currently, which is the deluxe, special edition, gold, platinum, extra, ultimate tier healthcare plan. That is, uh, th that, that plan would be given to every single American. Nobody has to choose, or should have to choose, between feeding their family and giving uh, the, their family healthcare. Nobody should have to choose between buying insulin or letting a loved one die. Now, a very common retort to these points is, well, you just got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, which apparently you don't realize is a phrase that we made up to make fun of you. It's an oxymoron. It's physically impossible to pull yourself up by your bootstraps because they're beneath you. I could go on, but with the time running out and to be more than fair to Leo, I'll move swiftly on. In the United States today, you have socialism for the rich and rugged individualism for the poor. To explain this, I thought that I would have to go back more than a decade, about, about, about 08, 09, during the uh, subprime mortgage crisis in the Great Recession. But instead, I have to refer to less than a month ago when uh, we see millionaires and billionaires crying on live TV because they might have to sell one of their holiday homes after a merry band of Reddit gamers stopped a hedge fund from fucking GameStop into the ground. Now and only now, after decades of them using market manipulation to get rich, are they begging for a form in the stock market? 
to, and let's not make any uh, mistakes. This is to stop me, you, and every other person in the live chat from getting rich using the exact same uh, tactics that they have been using for years. So if your one and only job as a grown adult human is to take money, move it over here, wait a little while, and then move it back over here again, I want to say my absolute and most sincere congratulations to every single person working in a fast food restaurant who is currently flipping burgers, because you have made a more of a worthwhile contribution to society than a hedge fund billionaire. That is the end of my time. I'll leave it over to Leo. Yeah, that was, that was based in bread pilled. So... As Stephen outlined, capitalism has failed, but it hasn't failed for everybody. It's only failed for, you know, the majority of people. The reason for this is due to the way that, the, that capitalism is systemically structured. It is designed as a system to exploit an underclass of citizens to the labor that they provide to firms for the sake of profit. Now, what I want to do is advocate for a specific type of socialism, and both me and Stephen agree that this is the best form of socialism moving forward. That is called market socialism. This is a form of socialism that, that preserves market forces and market incentives, yet still yields a democratized workplace, which is the main reason that I'm a socialist, because I just love democracy. I think democracy is the best way for everybody to collectively govern themselves. Most of the first world nations on this planet are democracies. Why are we not extending the democratic system into the workplace? Why should it only exist within a political system? I see nothing wrong with it existing in the workplace. Unlike some other socialists, I wouldn't argue that socialism is unjust, because if we look at feudalism, or if we look at chattel slavery, or even the, the most recent ancestor, so to speak, of capitalism, mercantilism, capitalism is better than all of those systems. I don't view capitalism as a system that needs to be replaced. I view it as a system that has outlived its current use as society has continued to move forward. I do not view it as something that needs to be replaced, but as something that needs to be transcended. So how would I go about implementing market socialism? I would argue that the best way to do so is through worker cooperatives. That is, business firms that are structured in a way where the the average worker is allowed to democratically elect all of their managers, their supervisors, and their executives. What this ensures is that these people that they're electing are running the businesses in a way that is beneficial for all of the people working at a business. People like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are worth hundreds of billions of dollars, yet what labor what labor power do they contribute to the firms that they work at? Very little, if any. In a major throughout the majority of 2020, Jeff Bezos spent most of his time on his private yacht circling around the Pacific Ocean. He wasn't working in his manufacturing plants. He wasn't driving his trucks. He wasn't delivering any of the goods or services that people require from Amazon. His workers were doing that. Yet he is worth hundreds of billions of dollars and these people struggle to make a living. The workers of some economic firm are the people who generate all of the value that firm sees, yet they do not share equitably in the profits that the firm gains from their labor, and I see that as immoral. Now, there are a lot of criticisms that people have of worker cooperatives. So to touch on those, most of the work on worker cooperatives has actually shown that they are a viable method for, for economic firms to utilize in 
in ensuring that everybody that is employed at this firm shares in the profits that their labor generates. From John Pensable at the Stanford Institute for Economic Policy Research, he argues exactly this. He states here that much has been learned about worker-owned and worker-managed enterprises. As a generalization, it does not seem accurate to describe worker co-ops as technically less efficient operations than the capitalist firm. Co-ops do face governance problems arising perhaps from the differences among worker owners, but when workers remain sufficiently homogenous, they may look forward to a long life. On top of that, Virginie Perotin at the University of Leeds also argues that worker cooperatives tend to be a net benefit operating at a level of, of productivity and efficiency that matches oftentimes exceeding that of the traditionalist capitalist firm. He states, quote, the evidence to date, therefore, is remarkably consistent in showing that the key feature of worker cooperatives, increased worker participation, never causes performance to deteriorate in these firms, contrary to many theoretical predictions. Across countries, firm samples and methodologies, studies find greater participation in governance is a factor of increased productive efficiency in worker cooperatives, both in itself and perhaps in boosting the incentive effects of participation in ownership and or profit, end quote. John Pensadell, again, working with Ben Craig at the Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland, also argued that worker cooperatives, while they may face some problems because there is no system or no structure that will be free of all problems, argue the same thing. They state, quote, there are several reasons why worker co-ops may operate more productively than corporate firms. First, a co-op mitigates the agency costs associated with a corporation's division between ownership and control. Worker owners are likely to be much better informed about actions taken by managers than are non-worker owners. Indeed, in the plywood co-ops studied below, managers have sometimes complained of what they regard as excessive involvement by the workers in day-to-day -day managerial decisions. However, the workers view their behavior more constructively under such a system." End quote. And finally, from Georgian M. Arts and Yeonjun Kim at Iowa State University, they also argue in favor of the structure of worker cooperatives and the benefit that they can have to society, arguing, quote, existing empirical evidence provides somewhat mixed results regarding the effects of worker ownership and decision-making rights on firm productivity. Research focused on worker cooperatives tends to find positive productivity effects. For example, Bartlett et al., 1992, compared the performance of worker cooperatives to private firms using a set of Italian work worker cooperatives in light manufacturing matched with similarly sized private firms in the same region and sector. They reported higher value added per worker in the cooperatives relative to the private firm, indicating that the worker cooperatives were more productive, end quote. So I would argue that the best way forward for socialism is through worker cooperatives and that worker cooperatives are at least as successful, oftentimes more so than the traditional capitalist firm. And for this reason, I would argue that socialism would better benefit the majority of people, allowing them to live their lives in a more free and fair manner and allowing them to actually receive a larger portion of the benefits their labor generates. Is that not what we all want? Do we not all want to profit equitably from the labor that we provide to the economy? I would argue socialism is the best way forward for that. And I will yield the remainder of our time to our moderator. Thanks very much, Leo. We will kick it over to our capitalist team now. So CJ and John, the floor is all yours. CJ, do you want to go first or you want me to? Um, 
Either way, I don't care. I'll, I'll go first if you want. <clears throat> uh, tell you what, I, I, I have a relatively short one. I'll, I'll be impromptu. And, uh, For sure. We'll get on that. All right, so, wow. Those two opening statements, amazing. That'll be a lot of stuff we've got to cover in the uh, discussion. I've, uh, everything I just listened to is either a bunch of uh, – standard talking points that are don't go beyond the surface level or what we just listened to from leo i wow that's gonna be we're gonna have to dive into that in great detail because you didn't really talk about socialism i'm pretty sure that worker cooperatives already exist in capitalist society so i'm not really sure where your point was on that but honestly where to begin ladies and gentlemen you know this was a last minute uh, fill-in pinch hit for the one and only smoky saint uh, and obviously 45 minutes is not a bunch of time to prepare but as they say, you got to come up with something and rise the occasion. Um, but honestly, how much time is actually needed to debate a subject that is, wow, almost as naive as my opponent's apparent worldviews, and that is the calamity of socialism. Uh, you know, the immortal economist Thomas Sowell neatly summed up the failed political and economic dumpster fire when he said, socialism in general has a record of failure so blatant, only an intellectual could ignore or evade it. Or in the case of uh, my opponents, uh, you know, they want to claim there just hasn't been enough time to prove its success. You know, let's rewind. Oh, in, in that line with that, let's rewind to the 1830s and hear the words of uh, the immortal Alexis de Tocqueville. Democracy and socialism have nothing in common but one word. And we just heard this word a lot from Leo. Equality. But notice the difference. While democracy seeks equality and liberty, socialism seeks equality in restraint and servitude. Of course, it seems that uh, many people in modern society become brainwashed fools and will attempt to argue semantics and, uh, you know, some crazy hybrid version as if this hasn't already been attempted or dismiss the inevitable outcome of an overbearing government control of the means of production and its ultimate destruction of innovation. No, they will claim it's for the good and that democratic socialism or market socialism in this context is a fine wine that will just get better with age. It is ironic, of course, that this foolishness has been pointed out for well over a century. And I think one of the best summations of all of this and this, the irony of the things that are socialism is uh, was said by Anne Rand uh, of Atlas Shrugged, quote, there is no difference between communism and socialism, except in the means of achieving the same ultimate end. Communism proposes to enslave men by force, socialism by vote. It is merely the difference between murder and suicide, end quote. I find it telling that generally the most adamant proponents of socialism fall into two specific camps, either those who stand to gain from preventing competition in this context, a Jeff Bezos, or those who have never done anything to be competed against. Now, on one side, you have these cunning Machiavellian types that are taking advantage of the gullible and the desperate, and on the other, those who wish to just be handed survival at the cost of freedom and the potential to gain true wealth and true ultimate freedom. And uh, you know, I would say that in the last hundred years, few men have faced this truth in a more profound way than uh, the one and only Winston Churchill, and he defined it very, very well. Quote, socialism is the philosophy of failure, the creed of ignorance, and the gospel of envy. Its inherent virtue is the equal sharing of misery. But the modern socialists say, we, oh, we're having it all around us, healthcare and roads, police, food stamps, unemployment, the list goes on and on of all the supposed different things of, uh, that are great benefits of socialism. And yes, we do witness those things and we watch the politicians kick the can down the road 
to avoid paying for them. We watch inflation slowly rise and the day in which these fantasies come true or come due, not come true, inches closer by the day. You know, in many countries, this moment of truth has already arrived and suddenly those things magically vanished. The defaults caused skyrocketing, skyrocketing inflation and now they are eating garbage to survive, not figuratively, literally. You know, we're talking about uh, increase in insulin costs and well, let's, I look forward to going down the healthcare debate because there's so many different aspects of that. Um, but all of this should really surprise nobody for it's always been the outcome of the socialist fairy tale. And uh, to summarize uh, what I've, my whole point here, uh, this was very eloquently stated by the Iron Lady herself, Margaret Thatcher. Quote, the problem with socialism is that you eventually run out of other people's money. And I think that as we go through this debate, you will see that the points that were made by these immortal characters of fame and uh, wisdom uh, over the last 200 years will uh, become more and more apparent as we go back and forth with the uh, talking points of our opponents. And I yield to my, uh, my partner, CJ. All righty. So um, thank everybody, obviously, for being here with us today. Uh, this is obviously going to be hopefully a fun conversation, though I guess it's going to be a little bit quicker than anticipated, but that's certainly all right. Um, so I want to just get into some of the basics of my points. Um, so I don't want to obviously respond to anything said by Leo or um, Stephen quite yet, just because that will come during the back and forth. I just want to kind of make my own case here for a uh, capitalistic system and or against a um, socialistic system. So first and foremost, what do I mean by capitalism? I personally tend to be free market capitalist or laissez-faire as people uh, like to call it. Um, but that is not necessarily what capitalism is. Capitalism simply suggests that the means of production, exchange, and distribution are owned privately and uh, used for profit and gain. Um, I would quickly point out that on that definition alone, capitalism is in fact just the way that markets naturally function if one does not have an outside source um, uh, you know, uh, trying to mess with them. In fact, the very nature of the term free market implies that if you let the market be free, it will be capitalist. Capitalism, therefore, is actually not an invention of any one philosopher, but is just simply the way that economies have worked throughout time. Think of the trade and barter system. The trade and barter system, I have a certain product. I want to exchange this product for some other product. This product belongs to me, and I am allowed to do so and exchange this product for some sort of a capital gain. We do so, and there you go. That's essentially the basics of capitalism. Now, of course, this has been uh, thought of much deeper, and we have people like Adam Smith and John Locke and all these other guys who have actually thought much deeper onto like economic policies, the, the invisible hand and things like that, things that you know cave people would have no concept of. But the basic tenet of capitalism is, hey, this is my stuff. I'm using my stuff to get some kind of gain. I want some of your stuff. Let's trade for it, right? And this is just the way that economies have functioned since the dawn of time. It's the uh, foundation on which any functioning economy is built. Uh, and it, when we have a system of full-fledged and um, you know, uh, well-worked-out capitalism, as we've had here in the United States and in Britain and in other countries across the globe in the last couple hundred years, we see an unbelievable level of economic prosperity, not only for the ultra wealthy, getting people to, uh, you know, multiple people to the billionaire level, despite the fact that that was something that was once unheard of, but also indeed for the quote unquote peasants like myself, who would be considered one of the lowest class in the United States and yet still 
get three course meals just about every single day. Um, I have it in my own apartment. I am able, even able to have a Wi-Fi and I'm having a debate with you guys here today on Wi-Fi that I pay for by myself with nobody else contributing to my help, right? That is an achievement of capitalism in the modern world. Technological advancements and booms are an achievement, uh, at least the ones that we've seen uh, recently in the last couple hundred years um, in the Industrial Revolution, Cyber Revolution, right? These were results of capitalism, getting cars in everybody's home, making sure everybody had a microwave, giving you know everybody all these great and wonderful things that we just basically take for granted today. These were all results of capitalism. Um, and what we see, therefore, is a long history, not only of uh, capitalism being essentially the base foundation on which all economies are based, the free market at least, right, being the base foundation on which all economies are based, at least if they're successful, but on top of that, a very, very uh, high rate of success with free market capitalist systems, particularly in our own country and in countries that we tend to be uh, associated with abroad, like Britain and so on, right? On the flip side of that, there is not a solid track record for socialism. Socialism, if you're just going to define it simplistically, like I defined capitalism simplistically, would be common ownership of the means of production, exchange, and distribution. Now, what exactly that means can, of course, uh, differentiate uh, or can be differentiated, rather vary, as the word I'd be looking for, from socialist to socialist. Uh, it can be in the form of state ownership, as a lot of Stalinists and people like that would suggest. Uh, it can also be in the form of a level of more um, democratic like the workers' co-ops that we saw in Leo Filius's uh, examples, right? The thing is, though, is when we have these kinds of economies, economies that are planned from the top down or that economies that have some level of control uh, in, in the common people, right, rather than in the uh, individual uh, people who are trying to actually get a, some level of economic gain, we see consistent failure all throughout the world, right? Whether it's the hardcore versions of communism that we've seen in, Stal in uh, Stalinist Russia or Mao Zedong's China or Pol Pot's Cambodia and so on and so forth, or lighter forms of communism that have, or excuse me, of socialism uh, that have been seen in other countries like Venezuela and uh, Cuba and places like that, where it wasn't these necessarily extremely dictatorial systems, although it kind of depends with Cuba, it really depends on the, on the era of Cuban history. Venezuela is a better example of what I was just discussing. Um, and it literally is failure without failure, if you know what I'm saying, right? There's not a single example, in other words, of economies where we do actually have long-term success from socialistic societies. Uh, the best we get when we're actually asked, uh, when we ask our opponents to provide examples like this, and we'll of course see if they provide a different one today, is typically Nordic countries. But Nordic countries are very clear that they are not actually socialistic. Uh, if anything, they might actually represent a form of social democracy, but even that is highly disputable. Um, and this, of course, comes from their own lips, not from mine um, or you know some other right-wing talking point. In fact, I noticed Leo Filius just lifted his thumb up. So it, at least on that, we know the sides agree. Um, so my question then to the people would be this. If we have a system that not only is natural for markets to be in, but also has a long history of success, and we are putting that system up against another system that has no history of success long-term at least, what in the world would convince you to ditch the one and go with the other? The old quote is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I would say that that in a nutshell is why I am a free market capitalist. It's not broken. We'll obviously get to the whole capitalism has failed thing in the back and forth, but it is a system that has worked to the nth extent. It has given us absolutely fantastic luxuries, things like chocolate bars and Xboxes, and even absolutely fantastic drugs with which we save lives, right?
Um, and, and with that, I would yield my time. Thank you very much from CJ and Maddox. We are going to jump into the open conversation portion. So we're going to go easy going at first. As long as it doesn't go off the rails, we'll let it keep going that way. But if it gets too interrupty, we will actually jump in and constrain it to two to three minute interval. So, gentlemen, thanks so much. The floor is all yours. Leo, you, you look Leo, like I you're talking, you're but now. I can't hear you. Thank you for that. My my, my mic arm was down. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Three, three really quick points to kick us off here. Um, Maddox defined. I I would argue that CJ had a had a, a more accurate definition of socialism, common ownership of the mean production. Maddox was just off. We were just straightforwardly wrong. Socialism is the socioeconomic Bro, I didn't, ideology. I didn't define Wait, socialism. I, I haven't finished. So I haven't finished. You're just you, making you said, accusations. I promise we'll come right it, back you said to it was government. You said it was government control over the economy. That's not socialism. That's statism. Socialism is the socioeconomic ideology in which the means of production, distribution, and exchange are socially owned and democratically controlled by the working class. Socialism, by its definition, is democratic. Statism is whereby the state has substantial centralized control over social and economic affairs. So it, the minute the state has substantial control over the economy, you are no longer talking about socialism. You're talking about statism. I did hear that uh, CJ also mentioned Adam Smith. Um, I, I did want to mention that Adam Smith, and did, I believe this quote that I'm going to give is from the Wealth of Nations, would have disagreed with Lysifari economics. He states, quote, but these exertions of natural liberty of a few individuals, which might endanger the security of the whole society are, and ought to be restrained by laws of all governments of the most free as well as, as as well as of the most despotic, end quote. And the final point that I wanted to make was um, where CJ was talking about free markets. If we go back to places, to, to times where like feudalism or even before that, markets weren't really free in the sense that we talk about free markets today. And just to add on to that, market socialism still preserves the 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 market forces and the market incentives that we see. Mercantilism, for example, which is what capitalism sprouted out of, was was actually a bit statist. The the many, many of the monarchic states that that existed under mercantilism imposed tariffs. They promoted trade. Um, there there was a lot of imperialism and colonialism there. So I would argue that, for the most part. Starting out, most most economies really wouldn't have been free. But I would also argue that in particularly, and I'm going to wrap up with this, particularly the version of socialism that me and Steve are defending, free markets do exist. All right, let's give plenty of time. It sounds like Maddox has something to say first, and then we'll give it to, well, we'll give Maddox a chance first, and then maybe we'll go over to Rib as well. Uh, go ahead, Maddox. Uh, well, the literal definition from Oxford is it's a political and economic theory of social organization, which advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. Okay, so- Yeah, that's literally what from, I said. Uh, political, okay, so yes. pol a political and economic theory, okay, so- What do you think the socio part and socioeconomic means? Okay, so you literally stated that I was incorrect by making the assertion that there's government control in all socialist economies. Um, it literally doesn't work without government influence of the, and control of the means of production. Like okay. in every single instance, in every single instance that it's ever existed and actually been applied, there has been government control of the means of production. And I would point out too, on, on top of that, you say that it, it, by its nature, it's democratic, but that's not yes. actually true. I mean, just look at the way that a, a public park 
for example, is actually maintained. It's maintained by a system of, of governance that we could in, obviously have democratically elected. In fact, in our country, we do, but that's not a necessity. They're public, meaning commonly owned, meaning we all get to use them, but a state does maintain them, right? So, so there by no means does having common ownership or common uh, access to something mean that it's democratic by its nature. I mean, I mean case well, in point, I mean, in the United Kingdom, for example, when they implemented socialism post-World War II, they literally nationalized industry. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, was, I, I was growing up, I was living in England when they finally decided to privatize like BP, British Telecommunication, and a variety of other um, things because they were failing so miserably. And the... I find it so interesting, but now that I'm back here in the States, when I, when I listen to people... We wrap up this point Julio, quick, and then we'll kick it back. Um, talk about these things from a idealistic... Uh, Hey, if this if it was like this, it would be great perspective. When you actually look on a global level, that has never been the outcome, ever. Well, socialism hasn't ever actually been implemented. Well, didn't I predict he was going to say that in my opening statement? Yeah, it's because it's true. And to uh, <laughs> CJ's point, like pu public parks aren't aren't really um, analogous to socialism, at least not the socialism that me and Stephen are defending, which is market socialism. Well, and to be fair, like that's a, that's fine that you can have a specific version of socialism, but the whole reason you even have to have a specific version of socialism in the first place to defend, to distance yourselves from others, is because you not, do not, obviously not recognize that common ownership can absolutely imply state ownership, and that's that's what it's usually implied. Virtually every time state. common ownership has been a thing, it's been state, and then the example of public parks is a perfect example of that. The state owns that land. We might have a democratic system of electing those state officials but the state does own that land. The state, for example, also maintains our public education, right? That's what we mean by public or common or things of that nature, virtually always. Now, it doesn't have to be that way. And I understand that you might actually want to distance yourself from something that agrees with that. That's perfectly fine. Well, we can address that. But all socialistic examples we've actually seen have been an attempt to have it regulated at the state. And, and I would argue that if you don't have any examples in the real world of what you're saying, at least on a national level, that's successful, then it, it is all theoretical and kind of pipe dreamy at this point. We, and, and two, kind of, we do two, two points we, there. Let's, let's give uh, both Leo and Cider several minutes because there are a lot of points uh, to cover. So first thing Good is, uh, once the state has um, taken control over the means of production, it's just not socialism anymore. Like, if you just Google the definition of statism, you'll see it's when the state has substantial centralized control over social and economic affairs. So it just wouldn't be socialism anymore. Um, in, our, in our governance, yes, I would argue that that's public ownership. I wouldn't really argue that it's very democratic, even within a democratic system, but it's at least right now the best that we've got. What was the other point that I want? Oh yeah. Um, when we look around the world, Socialism really hasn't ever been implemented really in any form because, again, governments owning the economy is just statism, not socialism. What we have seen, though, it, with what I'm defending and what Stephen would defend is market socialism. And I, if I remember correctly, I cited four academic sources showing the success of worker cooperatives from, new, from the, the lumber companies in the Pacific Northwest to companies in, um, in Italy. They've, some of those papers will cite companies in Vietnam. From all over the world, worker cooperatives are successful. So I would argue that, yes, there's, there's a lot of success in worker cooperatives. 
all of the academic data seems to indicate that, well, they, they will still have some problems, that they are just as oftentimes more so successful, especially in terms of their efficiency, their productivity, and especially with regards to their the, um, the profits that they are capable of returning collectively to the workers than traditional business firms. If Stephen wants to add anything, he is free. Yeah, so I took down several um, notes from both um, openings. Uh, the the kind of biggest one, just because I can kind of see that this is kind of moving very, very swiftly on. It's at a very uh, brisk pace. Um, CJ, you had said the the drugs are pay, are you know, that's the uh, invention of new drugs and this sort of thing. Yeah, they're paid for by the taxpayers, and then the uh, pharmaceutical companies come and buy up the patents for them, which they then have for about twelve years, which they can charge whatever the fuck they want for them. And then they can, after, oh, uh, sorry, only after 12 years can they bring out a, uh, a regular version of that drug that they don't own so that, uh, you know, the like poorer people in the society can get access to that Generic drug. So it's already paid for by taxpayers. And then, so we are taxed. Well, I say we, obviously, I'm not literally included because I'm in Ireland, but you guys are taxed. You, you guys are paying tax, are, your tax dollars are going to the, the, uh, the, manufacturer of these drugs which are then bought up by the insurance companies which you which th then they charge whatever they want so you're so you're paying even more so you're paying twice for the drug that you helped to create Develop, because yeah. yeah so uh the last thing that i'll say and then i'll kind of pass it over for a little while anyway is uh maddox you had said that you were looking forward to a healthcare debate yeah you won't be looking forward to it for very long son <laughs> Well, you know, you talk a big game, bro. Let's roll. Okay, so uh, first Yeah, off, I'm not exactly unique in that aspect either now, am I? Yeah, okay. So anyway, um, since you live in the wrong country for this. Um, so anyway, Leo, um, I'm not really understanding <laughs> what you are arguing in relation to employee-owned businesses. Like, what do, you, what do you think sweat equity is? And what do you think entrepreneurship is? What do you think startups are doing where they give equity positions to the employees that get vested over periods of time and they have the opportunity for massive wealth creation through IPOs or acquisitions. Like what, what do you think that is? Like that's not socialism that you're describing. You're talking about already existing mechanisms of capitalism to enable wealth generation and for the expansion and growth of companies. Like, no. yeah. And, and I would actually I'm add on that. that. Like well, yeah, a lot of I, these examples of, of worker co-ops, all of these worker co-ops exist in capitalist nations. Like what, 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 do you, what do you think Southwest Airlines is? Top down. Southwest uh, well, Airlines so, is literally a, a, a employee owned uh, major player. Oh, here we go. Yeah. There's, uh, there's owned often doesn't mean anything. Okay, now, hang, hang on, hang on. So now in the context of publicly owned companies, you're talking about voting rights and things of that nature. Okay, what the hell 100%. do you think is happening in, what, what, what do you think is point of having voting shares in a, a legal entity? Like that's the entire point. Now, yeah, is there yeah. is there corruption that's being executed very often, especially in the SEC route of people being able to buy off government regulators and the influence of uh, political uh, bureaucrats into private industry, enabling the continuation of those rich people taking advantage of their positions? I agree with you 100% on that. The But that's crony capitalism, and that is overreach uh, by government into the private sector, which is enabling a lot of these things that you guys are talking about to be successfully implemented and perpetuated. Like, 
if anybody's ever, ever been an entrepreneur, and I have been, I both invested in companies and been a sweat equity employee, and I built my own, my own firm. And I worked my freaking ass off. I gave equity positions to employees that were doing great work and gave them shares of profits. Like I've been there, done that. And I don't understand how you think that is remotely a socialist uh, position when that is the literal epitome of what happens in free market capitalism. That's not what I'm arguing for. That's why. So you mentioned- Then what are you arguing for then? Because you're talking about employee-owned profit sharing. Like what the hell is that? You let me explain it. I can't. Profit sharing is not the same thing as democratized control over a firm. Those are completely different ideas. Okay. Just because you, you, you know, know that's you know being happening in many because, industries. Can I, right? can I respond? Let's give him a can chance I respond? to respond. I promise we'll come back. There are numerous companies that allow their some of their employees to own shares. That doesn't give them the ability to dictate how that company collectively dictate how that company is operating. It if they have voting rights, it does. It doesn't. Well, they don't. You, yes, they do. Many no, many like, entities like, do. Like man. Publix. Publix offer stock options to their employees, but their employees don't get a vote on things because they don't own them enough shares to do it. So no, that's just wrong. Market socialism- That's, the corp- that's that corporate structure. Yes. But there's Mark other corporate structures that, don't, that do enable voting rights. Am I going to be able to respond? Because well, I mean, that was you're, you're naivete and ignorance of basic minutes, business. Let's let's a couple of minutes that was only from the first Leo, and then I promise we'll come back to the so, capitalist side. Second point, worker cooperatives can exist under any system. I've never denied that they could exist under a fascist system if you wanted them to. However, when all firms are worker cooperatives and thereby democratized, the entire economy is democratized. That is what socialism is. So that is what I'm advocating for the slow movement to all firms in an economy being worker cooperatives, which would be democratized control over the economy. So who's going to require, who's going to enforce the necessity of every single private business being in that model who's going to make that happen oh i would assume the government but the government has a hand in literally any so, so you're gonna so you're gonna say argument, that the government is going argument, to the argument that there can't be a system that doesn't have some authority that maintains that system is just absurd so are so you arguing that the, that the bylaws are you suggesting the bylaws that every individual some authority Let's, is going to have to maintain that system. are you suggesting that the bylaws of every single private entity should be governed by politicians and bureaucracy is that what well, they wouldn't say? they wouldn't be governed by politicians what the hell do you think who, who's going to come up with the bylaws that's are they going to customize them for every single industry you mean like they do now and no, no, you think you think that right now bureaucrats write the bylaws for the operate the day-to-day operation of business is are you suggesting that in some instances yeah they do um so what in, would be done is some public private and public level, private hybrids i'm talking about private industry cut off we're going we to we're going to and i'm going to give say, you a chance okay. to respond so leo leo if, hold on a second uh, i'm going to give leo a chance to respond and then we do have to one slow this just a bit down because it is rocky but we also eventually have to work our way over to steven and cj so go ahead leo so i'm not saying that a company with four people working at it needs to be a worker co-op it, it pretty much already is you have four people working there they're all going to be talking with each other on what they want to do but when you have 400 people working for you you should probably be a worker cooperative that way all of the employees at the firm have the ability to to engage in the day-to-day operations and management of that firm so what i'm saying is that there needs to be some measured cutoff at which we say past this point 
you are going to become a worker cooperative. The idea that utilizing some authority to maintain that system is wrong would be an argument against capitalism because there is an authority, a system of authority that maintains that system. You can't have a system without some authority that maintains the system. It's been that way since there's been humans on the planet. Some authority has maintained the system that currently exists. What? <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple things Let's I would have over. to say on that, I, actually. I, so, well, first okay and foremost, and this so, actually kind of gets second. us into, I think, one of the key uh, differences in what, you know, what a... Uh, one you know, second. A, a Before free, we go okay. into that, uh, I just want to be sure that Steven gets to go right after you, CJ, because we haven't heard from Steven in a while. Okay. Um, so... You know, when, when we're talking about things like capitalism versus socialism, right? And I, I pointed out how it's the, the difference really lies in are you privately owning the means of production and exchange or are you commonly owning the means of production and exchange? Uh, if you look at the Oxford uh, definition that was actually already provided by Maddox, right? And, and I have to stress this because, you know, we keep saying this. No, if it's state controlled, by definition, it's not socialism. That's just not true. The community as a whole has almost always been the state. That's just a fact. Right. That is the way that it has been maintained throughout the dawn of time. And and in fact, that's usually what we have considered a state to be. So, no, by no means is socialism inherently something that is democratic, being controlled by the community as a whole and being controlled as uh, by the state can sometimes be one in the same thing, one in the same thing, excuse me, very often are one in the same thing. In fact, there are numerous people who would consider them to be literally saying the same thing with different words. Um, The other thing that I would point out. When it comes to these things, right? You, um, you say, well, there should be a, a certain amount of uh, state control, and there's always going to be some level of state enforcement because that's just the nature of how systems are going to work. That's but actually, I, I didn't in, say in state, a free market capitalist society, the exact opposite is true. The whole point of free market capitalism is to say, no, we're actually going to let the state or leave the state completely out of it, or at least as out of it as we possibly can and get this, the economy itself to kind of run itself, the market to run itself. That's the whole point of having a free market. Again, just look at the name. It's a free market, a market which is free. If you start adding state controls, uh, and it doesn't really matter what those states are, whether that's actually regulation or some level of subsidy or something like that, you're no longer talking about free market capitalism, right? You could be talking about some form of capitalism, just like you can be talking about some form of socialism. But if we're talking about a free market, then no, actually, there is no system that is in place to force it to happen. If you want to have a worker co-op in a free market capitalist society, you absolutely can. Let's kick it over to Stephen. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, so um, it was something that um, LPP said at the end of the, the last address towards me. You said it under your breath, but I heard it. Um, you said that... Uh, you see, it's kind of funny because you said this in the last couple of debates that I have with you as well. You keep talking about the fact that I'm from Ireland. Dude, the motion of the debate is not socialism versus capitalism in Ireland. It's not socialism versus capitalism in the uh, US. It's socialism versus capitalism. So it doesn't matter what fucking country I'm from. Hey, bro, it, I was the, the motion, to United States Health I'm, I'm sorry, I'm talking. To, I'm talking. Have your listening ears on, please. Have your listening ears on, please. Listening ears on, please. What we're going to do is. We're going to give maybe a couple of minutes to Stephen, and then I promise we'll kick it right back over to the socialist or capitalist side. So go ahead, Stephen. Two minutes is yours. Thank you, James. Um, I was almost actually wrapped up. Uh, yeah, 
it doesn't matter what country I'm from. I'm still more than capable of arguing this point because I believe that socialism is the better way to operate a society, especially over um, capitalism. Now, you had said that you were looking forward to having a healthcare debate, John. Let's go. Okay, cool. Let's do that, bro. Mm -hmm. um, so, and by the way, what I was talking about in terms of you being in the wrong country is I was specifically referring to your assertions about healthcare in the United States. So, do I think that healthcare in the United States is all fine and hunky dory? Oh, absolutely not. Man, isn't that, is that kind of surprise you that I don't actually think that our healthcare system is perfect? I, I absolutely do not. However, I happen to know a few of the reasons why our healthcare system has collapsed in terms of its efficiency and why the cost has been skyrocketing. And it's all due to overregulation by people who are pushing socialist policies. So for example, case in point, um, are you, a, so um, Stephen, are you a Wanlio? Are you guys aware of the artificial monopoly lines that have been created around all 50 states? Let's just say I'm not. And you okay, so you don't understand. You don't know what that means in the United States. Eh? I said, let's just say I'm not. You really need to put your listening ears on if okay, you're having so, a debate. Okay, so do the. Um, would you agree or disagree that it's going to result in skyrocketing costs if you're able to maintain an artificial monopoly? Would it result in skyrocketing costs if you're able to maintain an artificial monopoly? Is that what you said? That's what I said. No. So monopolies haven't always resulted in increased costs when there's no competition. Sorry, I misunderstood you. Yes, sorry. Okay, cool. So you. Um, are you aware of the fact that um, the United States Congress, at the behest of lobbying, um, created artificial lines around each state of the United States and created new regulations in which, unlike every other possible type of insurance in the United States, you are not allowed to buy it across state lines. There's a few minor exceptions. Lobbied by who? Uh, it's federal law. Now, the, yeah, but who lobbied for it? The insurance companies that are profiting from it? That's interesting. Crony, yeah, crony capitalism is what well, it's like. Capitalism about. is inherently yeah. crony. Okay, but who is being able to true. enforce the authority of it? It's the government regulators. And it's people pushing, by the way, the people pushing for this stuff on the government side were the left, not the right, ironically. But, no, they weren't. <laughs> you know, Leo, did you even know what I was talking about? Yes. Did you even know what I was talking about in terms of the artificial monopoly lines? I've heard of that term. I don't know. I okay. Know. Okay. So you don't, so you kind of heard of it, but you didn't really know who had pushed it. Okay. That's awesome. Now in the context yeah, of the artificial monopolies. So if you, so if you actually go and look, and I've actually researched this, if you actually go and look, you'll find that almost every state in the United States has a one entity that controls 80 to 95% of the market share in that individual economy. Yeah. That violates, that violates the Sherman antitrust laws. And the variety of other regulations, but because it's being done artificially inside of a state, individual state versus on the national level, they're being able to circumvent it as a result of regulatory influence by people who are being bought and paid for as they try to control government versus what if, if those rules were removed from the equation and the free market was allowed to take over again. Let's think about this in relation to every other type of insurance. Why is it from an actuarial perspective, I can get greater coverage with a higher probability of need to have a payout on all sorts of other types of insurance, and yet it costs me dramatically less. Hmm. Why is that? Oh, wait, we have artificially created monopolies as the result of a restriction, artificial restriction of the free market by that quote unquote authority. Okay. Who so creates the monopolies, the, what? the insurance companies, again, that are operating on profit okay. base. 
Oh my God, dude. Hang on, not- that, uh, hold on though. That's, that's a straw man though. That has absolutely no, not. nothing to do with whether or not it's capitalistic. In fact, it's literally capitalistic. No, no, that is Leo not. Leo doesn't understand no, basic economics. This is hilarious. Been arguing here probably the understand more than entire you. time. If a market is free, again, if you are starting to get the government involved, it doesn't matter if the corporations are the people who are getting the government involved. If the government is getting involved, the market is no longer free. That is simply just the, by, by definition, right? And Leo, I just want to say you've been doing like a, a pretty solid job arguing this honestly. Please don't start being dishonest. I at this actually point. like that is, but like sure, go off. No, it's not me going off. I'm be, I'm saying straight up that that is a dishonest argument form of argumentation, and you know it. You well, are fully aware of it. All right, you not, know for I'm a fact that we've been sitting here this whole time because you've been listening true. to us. You've been we've been sitting here this whole time arguing for a free market, not lobbyists going in and getting the state involved Which on behalf of corporations. Well, yeah, but why do they do that? Is it to increase their profits? Why do they want? It doesn't to matter. Profits? That's irrelevant. But wait, hold on. It doesn't matter. What system allows them? It's what power. system gives them the incentive? What system gives them the incentive to focus solely on increasing the profits? Actually, any market system would. So that would include uh, yours. Not market, social market. No, you would still have profit no, incentive. No, it wouldn't. Yes, you would. That's the whole there, point of maintaining there, the market. There's a, there's a difference between a profit incentive and maximizing profits to the benefit of shareholders and executives, which is what capitalism is. Uh, okay, hang on, hang on. So if you Let's have a employee-owned co-op, here. if you have a co-op, are you not going as the employee-owned entity? Are you not going to want to maximize the profit for all of your employees? Exactly. Maximize. Dude, what world profits? do you it's live in, actually, bro? Actually, no, not necessarily. So you don't want to be profitable for your employees? Well, there's a difference between being profitable and maximizing profits, but you said you knew more than me on economics. So, okay, so, so whoa, 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 hang on. So in terms of maximizing profits, um, in a free market, there, it's, there's, a whole, there's a reason you have a maximum amount of profit you can make is because how much people are willing to pay for your product or service. <laughs> this is a basic principle of economics, okay? So you want to maximize profits, in order to grow, to hire more people, Wait, you don't know to, what be inno- to be innovative. Oh, no, hang on. Have you ever run a business? What does that have to do with anything? No, Wait, no, so, it's a very good question. Have you on. ever run a business? That- Wait, hold on. The only people that can know about economics? No, uh, that's not what I'm asking. Run- I'm asking if you have. Why does it matter? I, it's a very direct question. Have you ever, yes or no? Have you ever, about, I'm asking what relevance have you ever your tried, Have you ever looked at your at your PL and tried to figure out, hmm, if I, do I want to hire more people? How many, okay. And by, by the way, sidebar, and to hold this whole thing you guys are talking about in terms of like, oh, if you reach a certain point, then you're no longer going to be able to be a private entity in the same, in the traditional format. You're going to have to do this. Okay. Obamacare, as a prime example, at that time, leading up to that stuff, my Obamacare company was, shit. was my, I'm, I'm going to use a point of your whole, like, let's put a peg on stuff. So as a point, my company was skyrocketing at the time. The, if I if we hit, it, we were at 29 employees. When we hit 30, all sorts of Obamacare regulations were going to kick in. If you get to 50, there was a whole new set. And get, you know, my business partner and I sat down and we thought about it for a long time. We looked at all the math, how much we would have to increase our profit in order to be able to pay for all the additional costs, the liabilities that were now going to be. We were no, we weren't going to be susceptible under 29 employees or under 30 employees. Once we hit that, there was a whole new level of liabilities that we now kicked in that we didn't have the ability to have any control over. So what do we do? We decide, hmm, instead of trying to grow for scale and to have our profits be based on volume versus uh, net value per customer, we made the pivot. Guess what happened? We actually said, hmm, let's keep the very best of our team, our, our the highest caliber of our employees and the best talent. And then we're going to minimize, we're actually going to reduce the size of our company and only go after very, very high dollar um, customers. Because it, all of a sudden it was no longer going to be to my benefit personally and as a business and for my employees 
to be able to try and continue to scale in that manner. What the hell do you think is going to happen with private industry and private businesses if it's like, oh, hey, business owner, you've been busting your ass to get to this point. But if you keep growing anymore, you're going to have to give up the equity that you've been working your ass off and no longer be able to control over what you've dedicated your life to. That is a idyllic fantasy land that doesn't work. And in every institute- Except it does. And I cited four academic sources showing its success. Do you want me to go over them again? No, I have to just jump in just very, very wow. quickly. I'm you're, sorry. You're, you don't even know what you're talking about. Wow. Amazing. Right. Okay. Right. So, yeah. so the guy I love that, that the last, sorry, market. Leo, just, just one sec. Go ahead. I love that the last kind of time that I talked, it was the start of a healthcare debate. We didn't hear a single argument against socialized healthcare system. And now you're arguing with Leo about something entirely different. Do you have an argument against the socialized healthcare system, Maddox? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Can you present it? Because you didn't the last time. Uh, well, I mean, when you look at what is happening in uh, the UK, as an example, with national health, uh, they closed 30% Wait, of their hospitals. Wait, what? That system is greatly successful. Uh, yeah. Really? They closed 30% of their hospitals two years ago. Okay, that's a result and, and, and of the and, and, and the national I'm, I'm, health. I'm, yeah, I'm but the national health is banked on why. Go Google it. Go Google it, the head of the health ministry. Why would I Google it when I could talk to people that live in fucking England, dude? Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Did they close? Did, did the doctors? Did the doctors in the United Kingdom go on strike? Yes or no? Yes, they did. Okay, John. If you, if you don't tell know them this, why. Google it. Tell the tell the live uh, chat pay, why that happened. Pay was one of the major issues. Um, the lack of technology that they were being overworked and underpaid. Hello, what's a hey, bro? What's the average salary of a doctor in the United Kingdom? Okay, so I asked you to tell the live chat why, what, and instead of telling it? them why, you lie to them. Um, I'm lying to them? How about you Google it right now? But yeah, because that's not the fucking reason why. So that's why you lie. So to you them. just call me why a liar, Google it, and prove that I'm a liar. <laughs> why would we go to Google when we can talk to people that live in the country that deal with the healthcare? So there's system there's public day. statements from the ministry, from the government, on the, the in line with these facts. So oh, so those, now we trust the government. <laughs> So, so the national health that is run, the socialist government-run healthcare it's organization that, that, that says they're bankrupt. Um, you're claiming they're that not. when so this is like did the surgeon. This is like the socialist. Surgeon. He did. You don't did think you just say that what? The national health. <laughs> the, 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 the national healthcare. Nation. Oh, hold on, we're talking about healthcare, aren't we? Are we talking about healthcare? Yes or no? Yeah, we're talking about healthcare, but that doesn't mean that England is a fucking socialist country, you donkey. Are you saying that you were talking about healthcare, correct? You you said socialist healthcare, did you not? I said a socialized healthcare system. So hang on, hang on. So you don't think that the national healthcare system in the United Kingdom is a socialist healthcare system? I didn't say that, dude. I said what are you laughing about? Wasn't a socialized healthcare? Are you suggesting the NHS is not socialist healthcare? I said I said that England was not a socialist country. No, no, we talked about socialist healthcare. Is it socialist healthcare? That's what we were talking about. Were we? Were we not talking about healthcare? Yes or no? Wait, hold on. Do all of the doctors own the hospitals that they work at? <laughs> no, we're no, we're talking about socialist healthcare. Okay, then it's not socialist, is it? Yeah. If the if the people working You're in the changing the topic don't constantly, no, talk no, about I'm the socialist healthcare system. Okay. Name a hang name on, a healthcare on, system that's not government government run. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, socialist because country. The United no, States healthcare system. We're is not, not a socialist healthcare system, are we? Yeah, no, there is no socialist healthcare system. 
Well, hang on, dude. What world do you guys you, live in? You said the real you world. Said, so, okay, you an yeah, example of a socialized Stephen, healthcare Stephen, system. Are you suggesting I'm, so, I'm that, sorry. Did the mission of my sentence that the United Kingdom are not considered NHS? Listening ears. Social healthcare. Listening ears, Maddox. What we're going to do is we are going to hear from CJ because he has been gone for several minutes. So. Um, or yeah, 10 minutes. So, uh, CJ, we'll give you a chance to jump in if you know where the conversation is, and then we are going to kick it back over to the socialists after that. So, CJ, oh, the floor shit. is all yours. Glad you're back. Well, so, I mean, my understanding of where the conversation got is a little disjointed just because of the, the drop there, so I, I do apologize uh, for that. Um, but I guess one thing that I would just want to suggest, because, you know, so we have the uh, I know you guys were going back and forth on uh, health care. Uh, so the numbers of, you know, what's going on in the British healthcare system is not something I'm particularly familiar with. But I do know uh, some different comparisons of the government operating something here in the United States versus companies operating something privately here in the United States. Uh, and those tend to virtually always be. Uh, you know, more beneficial on the side of uh, private. For example, private education is well known to be much better than uh, public education. Uh, FedEx is something that people use well before they're going to use the postal uh, service, um, you know, the, and so on and so forth. So I, I don't understand why we would expect it. I mean, Uber versus public transportation, right? I don't know why we would expect it to be different in a situation where the government now controls um Healthcare, And by the way, I would point out, too, that I definitely do not want the government to have control over health care because, frankly, I don't trust people. Right. The there has been plenty of people all throughout the Twitter sphere, some of them being elected officials who have said very plainly that in their care, certain folks would be dead because they don't like them. And that is a that is a fear, not just from like a left wing or right wing or anything like that. That's human nature. People are evil. And as a result, I do not actually want. The government to have control over my health care and to have the potential potentiality to say anything about whether or not they think I should or should not have health care because of what I may or may not believe or do with my private time. I kind of like the incentive of some guy being like, OK, well, it doesn't really matter what I feel about this guy. He gives me money. And so therefore, I'm going to take care of him. I, it just it makes more sense to me. You know what I mean? It gives me a little bit more uh, faith in the system, shall we say? So, so, so uh, and okay. well, I was just gonna, I was. can I ask you a quick question? Um, I wanted to ask it earlier, but you you had. I don't, I don't know if you like went, went to, like, to the bathroom or something, but, um, and this is a little bit off topic. I just really, really quickly. So I, the, the definition that both you and Maddox cited for socialism comes from not the Oxford English dictionary, but from Oxford languages, which is not the same thing as the Oxford English dictionary. And from the same source, this is the definition of statism, a political system in which the state has substantial centralized control over social and economic affairs. Are you arguing that that is a form of socialism? Uh, most socialism that has actually been tried is absolutely statism. Okay, so it, then you would agree that it is statism, not socialism. Those are not, both. No, those, the, the two are not well, necessarily contradictory. They hey, literally are. They literally are. No, in they one, are not. They literally are, and this is they why. They literally aren't, in though. one, the state owns the means of production. In the other, that is democratized amongst the workers. I did not know the definition that, that we shared here that you just said was a legit definition is not democratized. Well, I, I didn't it is common ownership. It was okay. Encyclopedia Britannica. I didn't actually Social and economic doctrine that calls for public I, respond, rather than I private respond? ownership or control of property and national resources. Yeah, these from these, are, not, these okay. are not like actual sources. Like if you want Encyclopedia Britannica is not a source. On, on socialism. Get the hell out no. of here. Just like, read, just like I've read, just like I've read numerous things. 
so, advanced theoretical physics and they get the definition completely okay, yeah, anyway, fucking so, wrong. When I look for the so definition, Encyclopedia Britannica is wrong. I go to the people that actually wow, okay. invented it, like Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, who I'm assuming you don't even fucking know and probably haven't read a single goddamn syllable of any word. So if you read Socialism, Utopian and Scientific by Friedrich Engels, you will learn what socialism is. They just get it fucking wrong because they don't know what it means. They're utilizing colloquialized definitions, not the actual one as laid out by the people who invented what the ideology is, who are a source so, so going back to uh, national health, who could ever going provide. Back to national health, um, so I'm from Vox. Um, at the center of the UK system sits the National Health Service, founded in 1948. The NHS goes beyond single-payer healthcare into true socialized medicine. The government doesn't just pay for services. It also runs hospitals, employs doctors. The system is financed through taxes. Everyone is covered, and supplement private insurance is rare, unlike in, say, France. I mean, the everybody who's actually living in the real world, not this idyllic fantasy land that you're living in, Leo, that you're uh, living in? recognizes that this is what actually happens in the real world. When it comes that, to what, wait, policy that, that being most, most companies utilize, you mean most the, the, what happens in the real world is that the vast majority, like literally, if we take the OECD, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which is an organization of the 35 most advanced countries on the planet, one of them does not have a universal healthcare system. Can you tell me what country that is? Uh, probably us, but what do you think? Yeah, and every level? other country has significantly better healthcare outcomes with significantly less money being invested than we do. Why do you okay, think that? Okay, so is? a lot of those outcomes. How many sources do you want? Let's go look at the. How many sources do you want? So are how you many just, sources? Hang on, are you going to let me respond? So, um, are you actually going to argue that uh, the these all these like third world countries that have socialized medicine? Are you actually going to claim that they have higher survival rates? For prostate did, cancer, for breast you, cancer, for all for oh the variety God. of diseases. Are you actually going to make that argument? Troglodyte brainworm infested shit I'm hearing. I literally mentioned the OECD. What are you, what are you, why are you mentioning? Are, okay, so let's, so let's, okay, so, okay, hang on. Just answer the question. Just answer the question. Do they yes or no? That's not relevant to what I just said. Just answer why the question, I, yes or no. Why would I answer it when it's not relevant? Because I'm asking, I'm mean. about to make it relevant. Not to I'm about to make it relevant. We're shortly going to How? go into. So what you're saying is you're admitting Leo, that you're I don't going think to. You are no, I'm actually going to say okay, let's look yeah. at the comparison so between the United you guys Kingdom. Just for... Don't seem to get it. So shut up for a second. We are going to go into <laughs> look at me. So we're going to go into Q and A shortly. I do want to give CJ a chance to respond, and then we'll give Stephen a chance to respond. Thank you guys. Appreciate your gusto to say the least. So no worries, nothing personal, but I do have to just kind of once in a while jump in. So we're going to give it over to CJ quick, and then. We're going to give it to Stephen quick, and then we do have to go into the Q&A because we do want uh, want to let you know, folks, first of all, Maddox is jumping in with like four hours of sleep and also have to has to wake up at a, an obscene hour tomorrow. And Stephen is in Ireland, so he is far ahead of us into the night or early morning Four to three in the morning. Thank you. And so we'll go over to CJ and then to Stephen, and then we're going to jump into Q&A where I'm sure we'll hear more from Leo and Maddox. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. So, um, so I would say, so a couple of things. So the first thing I would say is if we want to narrow with this down to Marxist socialism, because Marx, unlike what was said here, is not the inventor of socialism, him and, and Engels, their communist manifesto and Das Kapital are definitely what we base the majority of modern socialist thought off That's of. Laid it out. But for example, Thomas More's utopia 
was considered to be an example of socialism uh, and the Mazduk from the fifth century was considered to be an example of socialism, so on and so forth. So it isn't actually true that Marxism is an encapsulation of all socialism. If we do want to say that we're actually going to have this argument based off of um, what Marx's ideals are, well, Marx wouldn't actually consider himself a socialist. He would consider himself to go farther and be a communist. He considered socialism (laughs) to be a transitionary state where he could get to a point where there was indeed no state and of course, no cash, and things of that nature, which I don't believe is what you're actually arguing for here today. If I'm not mistaken, you do actually believe, A, in the necessity of a state of some kind, and B, in market socialism, and therefore the existence of cash and things of that nature. So I just want to clarify, I mean, you you seem to suggest now that, and by the way, I understand your frustration with people not actually listening to people like Marx and stuff like that, but just to be clear, I have actually read both Das Kapital and Communist Manifesto, as well as a lot of his personal writings. Um, I wouldn't call myself an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I do certainly know the man, his philosophies and what he felt about things. Um, and, and you don't seem to be arguing from a Marxist perspective. In fact, I was surprised to even hear you bring up Marx because I thought you would want to kind of retreat away from Marx in this more market socialist uh, way that you're going. So so why now would to. you be wanting to defend, I guess, that position when that position, his position on socialism, like I said, is as a transitionary state to get to stateless society and cashless society and classless society and so on. If Stephen is willing to feel the question, we haven't heard a lot from Stephen. And so, Stephen, if you're willing to feel that question, we'll give you a chance to answer. Otherwise, we do have to go into Q&A shortly. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I would I would just kind of sum up by just saying that, like, you know, um, it's come up several times that, uh, you know, and, and just to kind of address um, something that's, CJ said, you know, yeah, I do get frustrated when people don't listen to me, Maddox. Um, but, you, you know, like it's, it's it, this whole thing, you know, it, it was, it was started off, it was in the opening that, you know, we were wanting to have a debate on healthcare. It never really happened apart from kind of poking jabs. But you also said that in a country that was run by the NHS, that there was also a private health insurance company. Yeah. If there's private health insurance companies in a system that is meant to be socialized medicine, that's not socialized medicine. I literally said but they weren't there. I'm sorry. I'm still I talking. I literally I'm said they weren't there. I, look at that. I'm still talking. Claim I don't listen to you. You literally didn't I, listen to what I'm still talking. This is amazing. Dude, you're a liar. You're a stone cold. Either you're an idiot or you're a liar. Which one is I'm still talking. And then we are going to jump right into the Q&A. So you got 60 seconds, Stephen. And thank you so sorry, much, James. Jonathan. I had to, but <laughs> look at him go. Okay, <laughs> one mm. second. This yeah, look at him go. Okay, Trigger go ahead, snowflake. Um, yeah, look, I mean, look, I came here tonight expecting kind of, you know, arguments against uh, socialism, apart from, you know, like what we got was mentions of Venezuela, apart from the fact that you didn't say that it was sanctions by the United States that crippled Venezuela, but that's okay, because I get that you're pushing a narrative. Um, you know, it, they, look, I could go on and I could kind of run out the clock. I'm not going to. The, the last thing that I will say is that I am superly, and I mean superly surprised that Maddox didn't have to take a week off so we could fundraise for this debate. You can go to the Q&A, James. We're going to jump into the Q&A with this first question. Let me just sure, be sure all of you guys are unmuted so you can respond. And so we are starting with Sphincter of Doom. Is that uh, bro, I'm doing a, a closing statement. You got me here to come out here for 45 minutes notice? I'm doing a closing statement. Let's see. Who did we have start? Um, Everybody just talked socialist. to me. So I'll give you – I'll humor you, Maddox. We'll give you a, a short – little wrap up to draw the threads together and then we do have to go into the Q&A. 
So Stephen clearly doesn't actually pay attention because he having to flip his hair too much to expose his ears. So he actually pay attention to what people are actually saying. I literally stated that unlike other countries, United Kingdom didn't have private insurance. Actually, in the 90s, when Bupa was starting to grow and private insurance was trying to make a uh, stake in the United Kingdom, there was massive government regulation that came into place to block that from actually happening because there was so much delay in the access to healthcare that people were looking for new alternatives and to privatize the healthcare industry in the United Kingdom. It actually got shut down by the government, ironically. But in the context of this overall conversation, uh, both Leo and Stephen, inside of their emotional talking points that they spew out ad nauseum, they clearly didn't actually listen to the points that were being made and obviously don't live in the real world of actual application of business principles and building of wealth and creation of opportunity and changing of the status quo. It's, it's quite fascinating, and I hope at some point Going to uh, these children grow up. Jump I into yield. the Q&A. Can so, I, can I, because like everybody got to give a final word, but I can literally make it like 20 seconds, sure, if not less. Why not? It's like Go three ahead. statements. So socialism and statism aren't the same thing. Uh, Marx and Engels definitely laid out what socialism is. There were numerous works after them. Um, socialism is inherently Marxist, but there are different forms of it. And finally, yeah, I was surprised that we didn't get into more of a debate in healthcare. And I was also surprised <clears throat> that my opponents didn't actually address the whole worker cooperative issue, which isn't an issue, or address any of the academic sources I cited. Next up, want to say thanks for your questions, folks. We're going to jump right into this. Sphincter of Doom strikes first, saying... Worker cooperatives don't scale. The most successful ones require allowing outside investment to grow and remain competitive, i.e. more capitalistic. Capitalism doesn't preclude co-ops. Well, yeah, I never said that it did. You can have an entire an economy that is entirely market socialist and have outside investments from individuals into worker cooperatives or other worker cooperatives into worker cooperatives. Like that's, like I said, market socialism is socialist and where the economy is democratically controlled by the workers, but it's still, and this is the key part, it preserves market forces and market incentives. Gotcha. You know, you know they tried this. We must go to the next one. Initially. We have so many questions, you guys. I hate to do this, but Gurmania says, question for all, is there at least one pro to your opposition's side. Please be clear in your response. And if you're able to, since it's for all four of you, it's kind of like four questions. If you're able to do it in the most short and pithy way, because we do have a ton of questions. I mean, in the sense that conservatives are kind of typically in favor of like a smaller government. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that, you know, the Patriot Act is a thing. I don't like the fact that the government can can warrantlessly spy on its citizens. Um, yeah, I'm trying to keep it short and pithy, James, I promise, so I'll just leave it at that. Thank you. Um, I, I would say, well, you know, I, I would certainly offer respects to my socialist opponents. I personally don't find any redeeming uh, qualities in socialism as an ideology. Um, I, I apologize if that's a little harsh, but it's just my opinion. Gotcha. I would say that one quality that I would find that would be more beneficial under a capitalist system than a socialist system would be the maximization of profit. So that generally comes to the detriment of the workers through the exploitation of the labor power that they provide to the firm without being equitably benefited from the labor that they are providing. Gotcha. John? Uh, if you maximize profit, you can pass through more incentive and more income and more opportunity to the employee base. Like, yeah. 
Gotcha. That doesn't actually Thank happen. you very much. Next up, Athena, <laughs> goddess of wisdom in warfare, says, gotta love Leo's crap-eating grin. <laughs> nice grin. Next, thanks to your super sticker, double-minded, and Colleary1798 says, respect to Maddox for chipping in at the 11th hour. That's right. So thank you, John, for jumping in last minute on oh. four hours of sleep. Operating at best on 50% brain power, two cells furiously turning the cogs to keep the machine chugging all along. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be an insult. There you go, John. <laughs> oh, okay. It's very, it's very painful to listen to these dumbasses who clearly don't comprehend the points. Of the <laughs> oh, next, the irony. The irony. Next up, before we, all right, let's do Sphincter of Doom. We, we must move on. Sphincter of hey, Doom. So, hey, hang, hang on. So, Leo, I have never claimed to be a quantumologist. So why don't you take that ongoing <laughs> statement and shut? I'm aware it's not a real word. It's one. It's an insult you keep using, you dumb fuck. Let's go. <laughs> all oh, right, so order, bitter. order. All right, here we go. This one coming in. You from, triggered, Maddox? We, you you guys, triggered? Hold on a second. We got to go to the next one. Sphincter of Doom says social. I, I have to make you cry again, bitch boy. <laughs> all right, enough. We're nice, gentlemen. Nice, son. gentlemen. Nice. We have Sphincter of Doom says social ownership is by definition by the uh, the state. The workers, or a combination of both, saying socialism is only by workers is a, is simply incorrect. Uh, well, I would invite them to read uh, Socialism, Utopian, and Scientific by uh, Friedrich Engels, as well as read some works on Marx, because once the government has substantial centralized control over the means of production, utilizing the same source for the definition that CJ and Maddox used, it's now statism, not socialism, and statism and socialism are not synonymous in any way. Gotcha. Maynard saves says no Bobby Dazzlers here except Leo Filius. Is that, is that right. a compliment? No, if you no. watch, yes. If you watch the curse of Oak Island and you know who Gary Drayton is, you'll know what he means. If you don't, <laughs> you gotcha. should be. I'll try. Brenton Langle. Oh boy. Ooh, Maddox's twin brother in ideology says chocolate bars with beans picked by child slaves. Yes! Hey, no, you want to know what though? Hang on. on. No, I got I, I love that. I am so I, happy I, you brought that up. I've only guess just what? started. The question hasn't just finished started. yet. Let him finish. He says Xbox is made by Chinese workers in SEZs. I should know what that means, I'm sure. Who would rather die than work another day? Go capitalism. Right. So those aren't actually arguments against capitalism because capitalism does not require that you have slave labor. In fact, capitalism can very often have no slave labor at all. Right. Uh, we obviously have slavery illegal in the United Why States. Why does it but exist? Guess what? Here's the key about that. Finish. Here's the kicker about that. No, Nestle chocolate. I don't purchase products made by people who like, for example, Nike, who make products in uh, soy, uh, in uh, soy shops and sweatshops. I don't purchase things from Disney, things of that nature. None of you socialists are out here leaving your money away from Nestle, not giving your money to Disney. Not, so you're all participating in the slave labor when you have the right not to. Next every up. single one of you. Next so up. go Think ahead sure. and lay that blame at Think your own feet. 30 seconds response. 30 seconds response. Companies to the uh, technolo technology I'm companies, only grant to your, your blessed Colin Kaepernick, give so millions and millions to Nike, right? That's on okay. you guys. All right, we got it. Thank you. We, I can occasionally, I'll give you guys responses. I already shot down Maddox, to be fair. So okay. if, if, if you, you shoot down me, it's fine. Sparingly, so I'll owe one to the capitalist side. Go ahead, Stephen. Okay, so first off, you don't know that I that I buy Nestle. You don't know that I buy Disney. You're just making assumptions. Secondly, you said that uh, you know that like you don't have to have child labor, but your partner earlier said that you want that capitalism is about maximizing profit. If you can pay children less, then it kind of is. 
not maybe essential, but definitely a part of it. And it's definitely not a part of socialism, with a, which which uh, I'm advocating for. You I'll give the last it. word to the capitalists. I'm going to have to respond uh, to that one. So you morons do not comprehend that in the free market, if you're not paying people because you can't take it. And there's it's called basic supply and demand. If you have a demand for the talent to be able to produce the product or service in order to maximize your profit, that's how you maximize your profit, is being able to offer the product or service where people are willing to pay for and pay more for, therefore you have to have higher quality. Therefore you hire better people and you pay them more money. This is so basic. This is so basic. I mean, what world do you guys live in? Honestly. One, we uh, do want to, I want to also mention, because this came up earlier in the week and somebody just brought up in chat, we are working on getting the Sargon debate. What happened was basically, okay, very embarrassing. I've got egg on my face. I requested a debate with Sargon from an account that looked virtually the same as his last fake account on Twitter. However, it was a fake account of Sargon's fake account. Very meta. But anyway, I am working on finding Sargon so we can have him back on again. And so thanks for your patience with that earlier this week. But in the meantime, thanks for your question. This one coming in from Sphincter of Doom Strikes Again says, Real socialism was implemented in Catalonia through a worker rebellion and failed within two years. Um, I Leo, I'll know you'll have more on this. So I, I just don't think so. Because if they failed then socialism didn't get implemented, did it? <laughs> just wow, so if something that fails, it must have been socialism? Me like it, wow! Wait, oh, but hold on, if you're trying Literally, to... Literally, it can't possibly be <laughs> socialism, ladies and gentlemen, if it doesn't that's work. What I you heard it from the that's literally what you said. That's literally what you said. Horses wow. Wow. All right, you must... Okay, so I Hold on a second. What wow. an energetic, I love the energy. Wow. You guys are fun. So let me jump into the next one. I hate, I hate to do this, but you guys, we have a lot of questions. And so, by the way, folks, any sort of like silly or kind uh, super chats, I'll read it in the post credits after the show. But otherwise, I'm going to try to go for just the most serious questions. This one coming in from, appreciate it, Shigawire says, I'm Norwegian, Equinor, Norwegian State Oil Company. So they are Norwegian and for Equinor, which is a Norwegian state oil company, which owns a 33% of the offshore continental shelf. Norwegian government owns about 73% of Equinor. State capitalism. Gotcha. Next up, this one coming in from, oh, Brenton. Langle strikes again, and they say lightning doesn't strike twice. Here he is. He says, anarchist Catalonia did not fail. It was suppressed by the USSR. Catalan anarchists are an excellent example of socialism's success. I, I, from what I've read, that, that the socialist rebellion did, but I mean, it failed because obviously the USSR suppressed it. So what our interlocutors apparently don't understand is that if you try to do something and you fail, then you didn't do it. So if you're working to implement some system, but then you fail at doing that, that doesn't mean the system failed. That means you failed at implementing it. That doesn't mean the system can't fail. It just means that in that particular scenario, you failed to implement the system. Gotcha. But yeah. I, I could be wrong on, on the, the Catalonia thing because I've only read a little bit on it. Gotcha. And next, let's see. Thank you for your, it's like reading funny stuff in the chat. Sphincter of Doom says two years isn't enough to prove success. Ponzi schemes appear successful early on too. I don't know who they're addressing. Obviously uh, not me because I didn't mention anything. I know he's a capitalist. Two years. 
I, he's a capitalist, but I'm trying to remember who said. Uh, but we we may come back to that one. Br- Brenton Langle says all capitalism is crony capitalism. Show me a capitalist who won't buy the government. I'll show hey. you a fool who will lose his capital. Uh, actually, I could name a couple of capitalists who have not had any sort of uh, instances of buying the government. Uh, George Lucas doesn't have any record of buying the government. S. Truett Cathley didn't have any records of buying the government. Um, I don't think anybody's ever had anything from Steven Spielberg buying the government. Uh, those are all billionaires. I don't think we've seen anything from you know Kanye West buying the government. Um there are a lot of people in the, and but either way, the point is, you know, all of that's actually irrelevant because the point is, um, as far as capitalism is concerned, is no, that's actually not the case, right? If the market is, if what you're arguing for is a free market, then it doesn't matter if it's the people who who have a higher profit margin or who want a pro- higher profit margin who are uh, getting the government involved. Any involvement on the part of the government is no longer free market. That is just by definition yeah. not. We free must, market anymore. We must move Over on. I do appreciate your question. This one coming in. Let's see. We'll give you a quick chance because I don't want to rush it too much. So who is that speaking? That was me. More and more Maddox. regulation has been accelerating since FDR. Well, started with really started to spike with Woodrow Wilson, but accelerated dramatically starting with FDR. And the ability for the government to be bought has been dramatically exacerbated through the continued expansion of that government control of the free market. The reduction in the actual free market has been executed by enabling bureaucrats to have control over the free market. It's it's amazing how people don't see that. Next up, thank you for your question. This one coming in from Bugmaster says, all of the top successful economies today are mixed market economies. Coincidence? Well, they're actually not. They're explicitly capitalist economies. What they do is they have a, a, a many countries, but the United States really isn't in this list, have a strong social welfare system, but that's not socialism. You, the thing is, is and this is the thing with conservatives, is that if you want to get people off of social welfare systems, just go to socialism because then they, they, they wouldn't qualify for those programs and next what are you we must we must move on i hate to say it but we do have a lot this one is from sphincter of doom it says regulatory capture isn't unique to capitalism though well wait what was the question again i'm sorry i I apologize no worries they said regulatory capture isn't unique to capitalism though well inherently no but when you deal with worker cooperatives they tend not to participate in the same level of regulatory capture that capitalist firms do because they're not only trying to maximize profits for a small amount of individuals to line their pockets. Dude, okay, I have to respond to this. I have to respond to this one. This is this may be one of the stupidest things I've heard all night. Okay, so the Dude. the employees oh that right, own this company have voted. Hang on, hang on. This, I'm gonna shut up. I'm not talking for a while. The employees of this company, on, or the owners, they have they have voted no, to I, well, I was, elect I was actually, a CEO. I was interrupting. You don't I was trying to stop. They're... Hold on, Maddox. Order, you guys. I, I was trying to interrupt you, uh, Leo, so that Maddox okay. could respond. We'll, we'll give him a chance to do a follow-up. So go ahead, Maddox. So, so you don't think that the individual who gets elected by the employee owners of the company is going to make take viewed as his responsibility to do the exact same actions that are currently being done by the CEO of whatever company right now in order to... they don't. Contri- Dude. 
I mean, I can give you all the sources. They they don't. You don't. They work. Cooperatives you don't, don't they're, do. They're, oh, you're, you're telling me they're not taking advantage of the system in order to maximize their stake in the industry and the market share. I've got to give Leo no, the last word. No, they're not. They're really not. I mean, as simple as that. They're 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 just not. So you're saying that you're saying that employee owned companies are not trying to be successful. Gotta, Is that what you guys? We have to end it somewhere for this question. I got to give. Leo are you the saying last you're not word. trying to be successful? Is that what you're saying? I, I Next heard your up. question. You keep arguing that success has to do with maximizing profits. It, it, it expanding market. Whether you're expanding your, your profits or not, are you trying to expand right. market share? Can you expand market right. share? Holy shit! Market share? Holy shit! I can't even respond. Um, they're market maximizing. Yes no? They're maximizing pr- pr- um, productivity and efficiency, which will inherently lead to greater profits. We've but they're not. Su- they're not suppressing. Okay. Those- we're jumping so you know, to the next one. Period. In order to All right, do that. We've, we've humored it. Next up, Bugmaster says, "Addendum: What is the practical difference between a total monopoly in a free market and a state monopoly under socialism?" Well, socialism isn't controlled by the state. Again, that's statism. That's gotcha. why there's a difference between those two. Juicy and crafty Gila says, "Free market capitalism relies on political repression to push through free market policies." How was Pinochet? Pinochet, yes. More dr- democratic than Stahl. And then you know the rest of uh, in was the remainder of that word. Um, well, I mean, that's just false. The free market does not rely on the um, – how exactly did he word it? Uh, exploiting or, or, or suppressing or something of a political class? That's just, that's just not true. Uh, in fact, technically speaking – Capitalism doesn't say anything at all about whether or not you exploit another political class. Perfect example of that is China, relatively capitalistic, and yet they definitely will exploit other people. Uh, And in a very vicious dictatorial way, on the flip side, United States almost equally is capitalistic, probably slightly more so, but only slightly. And yet we're significantly freer. So, I mean, really, that that in particular doesn't have much at all to do with the economic system itself. The economic system just simply has to do with your enterprise and means of uh, exchange. Wait, next up, I do, we do have a, we have a good amount of questions, guys. I hate to do this, but we (sighs) want to remind you folks that all of our guests, including Steven, AKA cider, as well as Leo and CJ and Maddox are linked in the description. So if you're enjoying this, you're like, Hey, I hear more of them. Hear more of those ideas. You can by clicking on their links right now. And Sphincter of Doom, thanks to your question, said, Singapore's health care system is more privately funded than the U.S. and costs less than most, if not all, single-payer systems. Profits from insurance in the U.S. is 0.5% of health care spending. I know that Leo has like at least 12 studies on this. So yeah, I'll give yeah, that to they, him. They've got a mixed financing system. So it isn't entirely funded by the free market. Um, and that's how it actually is in a lot of universal healthcare systems. So that's, I failed to see the point that's being made, I guess. Gotcha. Whereas we have very, very, very little funding from the government compared to most other industrialized nations. Gotcha. And oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you say very low? Um, dude, you... true. I said very low as compared what to what percentage other... of this, the United States healthcare question, budget John. is Medicare and Medicaid funded? Well, are you talking discretionary or non discretionary? No, no, no. I'm budget. talking about the total amount of the industry. You're saying there's not government. <laughs> Wait, but you're talking about government funding. So are you talking about discretionary or non-discretionary funding? Uh, well, there's uh, both, actually. Uh, it actually, we have block grants. You ever heard of block grants? 
it, 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 Medicare have and Medicaid have you ever heard of a block grant? Discretionary. Have you ever heard of a block Actually, grant? let me check on that. I'm pretty sure it's it's discretionary. I'm almost positive it's discretionary. Next up, we got to give him the last word because that original question was targeting him. Corey S., thanks for your question, says, My multiple sclerosis meds are $6,208 per month in the U.S. Sheesh. And they say Obamacare, quote-unquote, the taxpayer pays most of that. Same drug is one-tenth that price in the European Union. Socialism, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, isn't the issue. Drug companies writing our laws are. Poggers. I could not agree with that statement more. Next. Could not agree with it more. So there's actual agreement among, sounds like maybe all four of you. I don't know, CJ, you're the wild card. Or what do you think? Uh, well, no, I mean, I don't, I don't have any disagreement. The only thing that I would say is that I do think while certainly there's a lot of criminal activity, straight up criminal activity going on on yes. behalf of the pharmaceutical companies, um, I would also say that the, the answer, in my opinion, would be we do have to meet them somewhere, right, in the sense that in order to produce these things, there does have to be some level of profit margin. What happens a lot of times is groups do, don't have any sort of a profit outside of the United States, and so they very greedily, don't get me wrong, just completely skyrocket their private profit margin in the U.S. to try and make up for it. Now, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I am saying that I, I do think both ends of the both extremes there are problematic in my opinion next up jim and irony irony is one of the first executive orders by uh, our new president was to undo the executive order which forbade the ridiculous prices for like diabetes medication for example so now just what had been lowered has now skyrocketed again thanks to a undoing of that executive order next up Yet he's a socialist and a communist very weird isn't it almost like he's actually a centrist it's almost like he's a moderate right winger because he mm-hmm. must jump up. Mark Reed, thanks for your question. Says, nice debate. Steven, Leo, and CJ had a great debate. <laughs> Look at this backhanded <laughs> compliment from Maddox. Had a great debate with plenty of well made points. One? Please try to refrain from interrupting Maddox. It is tiring. Who is that? Your buddy, yep. Mark Reed. Next up, Jim Benton. Thanks for your question. Oh, man, I love it. Your public enemy number one, Maddox. I don't know, though. I mean, maybe Smokey. So is this this Mark Reed character? Does he have the balls to come debate me? We'll do timed responses. I'll go on mute, and I'll eviscerate his little bitch ass. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. It'll be a change, but I suppose he could do it. Speaking of of debate. Stephen, if you want to have a one-on-one debate with me, let's do it, bro. Time response. Three minutes. I'll go on mute. I'll go on. James will mute me. Three minutes, and I will embarrass your ignorant little soy boy hair flipping ass. All right. Next up. I bet you a month's wages it won't. So much soy. Speaker (laughs) of Doom, thanks for your question, said, would either. Oh, these are my favorites. A call out. So, would either Cider Import or Leo be willing to debate this topic with me in a future debate? Who was that? That's Sphincter of Doom. Uh, Which sure. topic is it? This Social topic. That oh, this topic. Right oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Juicy. I'd be down. Yeah. I mean, if if it was okay with with James, obviously. If uh, who was it, James? Sorry, who was the question from? Sphincter, Sphincter of Doom. Sphincter of Doom. Yeah. If if you know he was looking for someone else, preferably not Maddox, to team up with him, then I'm sure. Then and if you were uh, okay with it, I'm sure that me and Leo will team up again. Next, but I'm okay uh, to go one on one. Appreciate your question from Danny. Oh wait, let's see. Did I miss? Oh, Jim Benton asks: Is there an after show? I think Math Wiz, Math Pig, sorry, 
prefers Math Pig. Math Pig is hosting one I saw, and we're willing no. to also. It, it's the Rage, not Kasuchi. Yeah. Oh, rage okay, it's the Rage. The rage we, is awesome. So I pinned that at the top of the chat at one point. I'm willing to pin it again if it's in the chat. I'll keep an eye. Also, folks, want to let you know, no matter what side of these issues you're on, we're willing to link an after show. And so let us know if you want yours linked. We can pin it to the top of the chat or put it in the description if you get it to us before the debate. Shigawire says... Maddox has the social maturity of a 14-year-old. Jose Maria Arizmendarieta formed Mondragon in 1956 without any external private funding. World's largest cooperative as of today with 80,000 workers. Maddox. That was addressed at me, Leo, not you. So um, apparently, just like my opponents who don't listen, the person who asked that question (gasps) didn't comprehend the fact that I said multiple times I have no issue with co-ops if you want to do it. I got no issue with that whatsoever. So I'm not really sure what y'all's points are. You're acting like I'm somehow against the premise. I'm not. I'm against it being the forced model of economy. I don't know how difficult that is to comprehend. I'm not laughing at you. I'm only laughing at Leo. I don't know if you knew he was muted. But Danny, thanks for your question, says, at least we all agree that the debate showed anarchism won't work. It was fairly off the rails tonight. I'll admit that. Next up, we have Math Pig says, after party on the Rages channel. Oh, there, that you're right. Okay. And Sphincter of Doom says, if it failed, it couldn't have been socialism, quote unquote, is simply relying on unfalsifiability. That's not so what to I be said. fair, to be fair, uh, uh, Leophilius did address that and clarify a little bit. However, I do want to take this opportunity to say something real quick before I let Leophilius say something. I just want to say Catalonia um, was not suppressed by the USSR. If anything, you could suggest they were suggest, uh, they were suppressed by Spain, um, specifically fascistic Spain. And I'm not going to say that that argues true, you know, very well against them, but I just wanted to clarify there was some misinformation around. I, I looked it up and it's the Spanish who went after Catalonia, not the USSR, nonetheless. Gotcha. So and- I, I'm going to just, just really, really quickly about eight seconds. I'm going to refrain from commenting because what I've read, I'm assuming is inaccurate because I feel that Brenton Langle, who commented on it earlier, is probably more informed on that than me. And he informed me that I'm just like wrong on what I said and I'm willing to, to take that correction. So I would I would defer to somebody who knows more. And I, I trust what CJ just said, that it was the Spanish that were involved is, is, is accurate information. Next up, Justin, thanks for your question, said maximizing your profits is why manufacturing costs are moved to, go to countries with slave or sweat labor with pennies to the dollar. Yay, capitalism. Woo. Hey, well, once so, again, that is not something that necessarily has anything to do with capitalism itself. So, in other words, uh, slavery law, right, you can have a capitalistic system that has slavery and you can have a non-capitalistic system that has slavery. Slavery law has more to do with, like, what you have as far as your legal system is concerned, right? So if you have a system where um, you have outlawed slavery, for example, uh, and actually enforce that, which, to be fair, the United States does not, right, I, I, and I think – Hopefully we can find at least some agreement here. I would personally be behind a full a full-blown prosecution of, you know, we mentioned the chocolate companies, Nestle for sure. Full-blown yep. prosecution of everybody involved in the slave trade there. Um agreed. Gotcha. Cool. I, I'm glad I'm glad we agree on that. But I but I would you know argue that if we have laws that are in place that outlaw slavery and are properly enforced, 
um, then, you know, that is a, a completely a, a separate thing in a way uh, from the economic system that we actually maintain, unless we have like a serfdom uh, or something along those lines where it's like literally slavery is a requirement of it. Gotcha. And thank you very much. Want to remind you folks, I got some more questions here, but all of our guests are linked in the description so you can hear plenty more from them. And this one's coming in from Sphincter of Doom striking yet again says 45 to 50 percent of u.s healthcare spending is via government yeah that's discretionary spending next gabriel k says money doesn't exist without ownership good job cj uh well i mean of course but there's a difference between private ownership and personal ownership Juicy. And thank you very much for your question. This one's from Corey S. Statement saying AOC got the drug manufacturer to admit they make a profit in the European Union. Um, I've not heard that, but to be fair, if that's true, then good on her. Juicy. I think I remember reading something about that. And AOC does actually a lot more positive things than most people who are would be would think that they're opposed to her would 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 tend to believe. Gotcha. Well, I know that her and Ted Cruz were the only two members of Congress who tried to get big money out of the government in 2017. So I'll give her that credit, yeah, too. That's true. Gotcha. And I want to say thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We appreciate our guests so much that we, one, have to let Cider get to sleep as it's about 3, was it 3.20 in the morning, Cider? 3.20, yeah. Holy smokes. All right. And also, uh, I hear that Maddox has to wake up extremely early as well with little sleep as he as he is now. So... We want to say, though, we also want to say a huge thanks to Leo and CJ. We appreciate you guys being with us as well. It's been a true blast. And so all of these guys are linked in the description, folks. I will be back in just a moment with a quick post credit scene to talk about some of the upcoming debates we've got. You guys, I don't know if you've seen our ch like our page for the channel. We have been, oh my goodness, I am honestly beyond thrilled with how many epic new topics we have in the next couple of weeks. So I'll be back to talk about those in just a moment. But one last thank you to our guests. We really have appreciated having you guys with us. Thanks so much, James. And, and thank you again. Great time. My pleasure. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.